Welcome to the Painted Over Poetry Podcast with me, Jamina Woods. And me, Tom Collins. Uh, so we have four poems today, two Jamina chose, two I chose. Um, I believe the two that you chose resonate with you like crazy. Yes, like crazy. So what should we start with? Um, knots okay. by Joseph Strood. All right, let's take it away, Mr. Keeler from writersalmanac.org. Here's a poem for today by Joseph Stroud, entitled Knots. Trying to tie my shoes, clumsy, not able to work out the logic of it, fumbling as my father stands there, his anger growing over a son who can't even do the simplest thing for the first time, can't even manage the knot to keep his shoes on. You think someone's going to tie your shoes for you the rest of your life? No. I answer, 45 years later, tying my shoe, hands trembling with this memory. My father and all those years of childhood, not being able to work out how he loved me, a knot so tight it has taken all my life to untie. So the knot is a metaphor. Right. Oof. No, it's pretty deep. This resonates. It sure as heck does. So e- even as a little boy, trying to do something what's simple to adults, not to kids, there's no encouragement. There's just... Negativity. Yeah, listen. Which really shapes a child the wrong way. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I think, I think nowadays I get a lot of support from my dad. Um, but it, it was hard when I was little. Yeah. Got a little of the negativity and all that stuff. But um, it would be interesting to go with both of these characters and then do a backstory. Yeah, and see what the dad, the yeah. perspective. <clears throat> he probably just wants his son to succeed. Mm-hmm. But I think something we should do, just as now we can get some writing in, since we're, we're doing some talking and and constructive criticism of poetry we should write uh two poems each one on each character cool so i'd love to that'll be good let's do it okay so we we i think we can both re- it resonates with both of us mm-hmm. this poem and uh we'll both get something out of it so knots by joseph stroud that was a good one and What's the next one we're about to Molly the Brave. This one is also sad. I guess I was going with the kind of like, oh, like theme. I don't know. <laughs> so. Is is Molly the main character of yes, this poem? Yes, she is. Okay. And it's pretty short, so. Okay. And are you a short poem person or do you like the longer epic crazy poems? I like short poems I don't, that are short and sweet and to the point, I guess. Okay. But I guess ones that just make me feel something. Hmm. That's what I like. It doesn't matter, long or short. I like the long ones, but they also have to make me feel. So, yeah, let's see what we got. Here's a poem for today by Jim Harrison entitled Molly the Brave. Molly was the bravest. In April, she would swing out over the river on a rope tied to an elm branch. There was still ice along the bank. And one day her body was found down by the weir with a bruised head, which meant she hit ice. 
One summer evening, she hugged me in her wet black bathing suit after I brought her a milkshake. My blood became hot and moved in all directions. When we caught frogs to eat their legs, she said, we are animals. And on the hill by the river, we illegally picked trillium. All the boys wanted to marry her. We kept putting the wildflowers she loved on her grave. More than 60 years later, I see clearly that no one gets over anything, mm. least of all Molly by the river, swinging up through the air, a bird. Wow. That is cool. And I just want to read the first four lines, then the last couple lines. Um, Molly was the bravest. In April, she would swing out over the river on a rope, tied to an elm tree. And then to the bottom. More than 60 years later, I see clearly that no one gets over anything, least of all Molly by the river, swinging up through the air. That is just astounding. All right, so from the beginning to end... I don't understand the the bird part really at the end. Is the author saying Molly is kind of free like a bird? Or what? I think, I don't know, I take it as when she swung across, I guess, the water and obviously passed away by falling, that they, I think that they saw her as free. Hmm. Kind okay. of letting go, maybe? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Not that she obviously did it on purpose or anything. But right. But that's super crazy interesting. Yeah, it's really sad. It reminds me of that Bridge to Terabithia movie. I don't know. I've has never it... seen that. What? No, no. Okay, never... well, <laughs> um, she swings across her open dies. Oh, man. Yeah. So. Oh, I was just about to rent that movie, too. That's... Well. No, I'm just kidding. What a spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Red box it up. Huh. Well, and you can almost take this in many ways. Yeah, exactly. With Molly, but being Molly was the bravest. Um, I guess my literal interpretation was she would do the long, this, these long swoops on the rope uh, under the tree, and um, she just did something the wrong way, and she's just free from her young days. And in a way, the metaphor is she's a bird. Like soul wise now, but yeah, right. that's really sad. It is sad. I know. I went with the sad theme. And sixty years later, people are thinking about her again. Just thinking, man, what could have been? Yeah, or like you think about that stuff, especially when people die young. Like you'll yeah. never see them graduate high school or college right. or get married or. And it just brings sadness yeah. to those people, taking away the bravery in them themselves, and just thinking about the emotional side. Right. That's really. Pretty interesting. Good choices. Um, okay. Now my picks come from the book, Kids Pick the Funniest Poems. Perfect. Yes. So the first one. The second one uh, is second on purpose. This one is just silly. It's called A Sliver of Liver. So Kids Pick the Funniest Poems, Poems That Make Kids Laugh, uh, by selected by Bruce Lansky, illustrated by Stephen Carpenter. All right, a sliver of liver. Just a sliver of liver they want me to eat. It's good for my blood, they all say. 
They want me to eat just the tiniest sliver of yucky old slimy old sl slithery liver. I'm saying no thanks, not today. No, I'll pass for tonight, but tomorrow I might simply beg for a sliver of liver. Give me liver, I'll cry. I'll have liver or I'll die. Oh, please cook me a sliver of liver. One piece might not do. I'll need two or a few. I'll want tons of the wobbly stuff of that quivery, shivery, livery pile. There may not nearly, there may not be nearly enough. Just a sliver, you say? No thanks, not today. Tomorrow, I really can't say. But today, I would sooner eat slivers of glass. Eat the tail of a skunk washed down with gas. Eat slivers of sidewalks and slivers of swings. Slivers and slivers of any old thing. Than a sliver of slimy old quivery, shivery, liver, livery, liver today. By Lois Simi. I remember I wasn't forced to eat liver when I was a kid, but there were so many things I was forced to eat lima beans. Peas. Oh, you were a pea girl. Disgusting. No way. Yes way. Did you, were you given like the grossest, like the can with a brown label? Okay, so no, we got fresh peas and we used to have like a garden and whatever, yeah. which, um, yum. Then they forced us to eat split pea soup, and oh, yeah. never again. That's disgusting. Okay. So my, I see we have a difference in opinion here. My second favorite soup is pea soup. I'm so disappointed, Mr. Collins. Yes. I thought I liked you. Um, I think you should <laughs> drop this class. <laughs> Get out well, of my sight. Wasn't there a big ham hock in there that mainly... Soaked in the flavor into um, the peas? You know, I didn't really get to that part because I threw it up everywhere oh all over the table. Gosh. And I ruined everybody else's dinner. Whoa. Never again. I know, it was pretty intense. I can eat it if it's like mixed in with like casseroles and okay. like other stuff. If I can't taste it, but... <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so mine was lima beans, yours was peas. Yes. Um, anything at the Boys and Girls Club when you were little that... Because we did have the some Boys horrible snacks. The Boys and Girls snacks. Club. I remember yeah. that. Okay. Um, like I, bumps on a log, I guess, is edible. That, but, yeah, that's not that bad. Yeah. That was the celery and peanut butter yeah, and, yeah. and raisins. Yeah. Um, Weird combo. Yeah, what else did we have? I don't... That's crazy that <laughs> I knew you from <laughs> way back when I was little. <laughs> Almost expiring Doritos. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we We really didn't eat anything healthy. No, we didn't. Nope. No. And... <laughs> we were all pretty sad when it came to snack time. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, until in the summers. That's when the healthy stuff. Right. You got the grant. And it's like, all right, everybody, we've got wraps. It's really horrible cheese. <laughs> like, like plastic. You might as well have been. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's amazing, like, the connections that we can make. I like, know. I knew you from when I was little, <laughs> and I know you again. I'm sorry. It's so I'm weird. Gonna, no, that's awesome. No, I was such a bad little kid. But oh, anyways, you weren't. That's besides no. the point. You were not. <laughs> not at all. Um, no, yeah, you were good. My brothers were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Blake and I, we we now know each other as adults, mm -hmm. so that's fine. That's different. Totally cool now. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> mm. All right, now, on that note, in a way, I do have some students that don't always do what they're supposed to do. Right. Um, they love excuses, uh, or they're really good at making them up. Some are really bad. A Teacher's Lament by Callie Dacos is about the bad ones. Don't tell me the cat ate your math sheet and your spelling words went down the drain and you couldn't decipher your homework because it was soaked in the rain. Don't tell me you slave for hours on the project that's due today 
and you would have had it finished if your snake hadn't run away. Don't tell me you lost your eraser, and your worksheets and pencils too, and your papers are stuck together with a great big gob of glue. I'm tired of all your excuses. They are really a terrible bore. Besides, I forgot my own work at home in my study drawer. Now, it would be all about Chromebooks. And it would be easy to rhyme with Chromebooks. Yeah. Oh, the Chromebook didn't save it. Or Google Docs is horrible. Or My computer restarted when I was uh, doing it. Yes. Or I didn't treat my computer that great, therefore uh, something went wrong. It froze. Yes. And then nowadays, teachers can go into your Google Docs and look at your history and be like, well... You need to do your homework yeah, first. That's right. like busted. It feels good when that happens. Yeah. But, but also they bad. shouldn't lie in the first right. place. But also bad. Like, Just own up to it. Right. There's been days where I haven't finished my homework for one reason or another. But mm-hmm. if you're totally honest with them and you normally do your homework, then usually they're like, okay, yes. I'll give you a pass one time. Or, right. You know, exactly. Oh, just I, own I, up to it. Or even two or three times yeah, with, right. with students. And it's just like the honest ones get way farther. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. And even... Be, just being honest about it makes it so much better. Because in the long run, <laughs> yeah. when you get caught, right. I'm a terrible liar, so I'm not. I don't try lying about stuff very. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, that's good though. <laughs> Bad liars, they I just get through it good. Yeah. Like a maniac. <laughs> oh man. So. <laughs> uh, well, the, these are fun poems, I, but I really am excited about writing the poems from. I know the, the earlier answers. One. Yes, for sure. So I. Uh, I don't know how I'm going going to craft that, but we'll see how it goes. Writing poems. That'll be fun. Yeah. Did you teach a lot of poems when you were an English teacher? Yeah, but poet in in my previous schools mainly football. Football? If yeah. you, like, football was the way to be. And so the gir- many of the girls liked it and quite a few of the guys, cool. but then you just had some of the dudes who were like, I'm a man. I'm a when man. When am I ever going to use this? <laughs> and I, I'm coming up with every excuse in the book. Um... Maybe to get you better at different sorts of writing, or maybe your girlfriend would appreciate you actually taking the time to write or something nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, what grades did you teach then? Uh, freshman through seniors. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. This has been the Paints Over Poetry Podcast with Collins and Jamina. Boom, we're out of here. <laughs>